A few weeks ago, I released a podcast episode about why I started seeing a professional Christian counselor. Uh, There was a lot going on in my life, and I knew I needed to talk to someone who could really help me. The brothers in my small group are awesome, but there's just something about seeing a professional, seeing someone who knows what they're doing and being able to talk through things with them. And to be honest, going to see a professional Christian counselor was probably one of the best decisions that I've made in a while. And now we're all dealing with the coronavirus and stress and anxiety is definitely at an all-time high. We're worried about our families and the health of the people that we love. We're worried about our jobs. We're worried about the future. And that's why I've partnered with Faithful Counseling, which is the leading online counseling service for Christians. Because now more than ever, we need to be focused on our mental health. And the way that Faithful Counseling works is that after you complete a short survey, Faithful Counseling will match you with a licensed counselor that specializes in exactly what you are dealing with. And every counselor is licensed, trained, and accredited with at least a master's or doctorate degree in their field. And they have at least three years in 2,000 hours of hands-on experience. So you can be confident that whoever you're working with knows their stuff. Now, what's really cool about their platform is you can set up secure weekly phone or video calls through their online portal, and you can exchange secure messages in real time as much as you like. So you could literally talk to your counselor every day if you want to. And the best part is that faithful counseling is extremely affordable. The average traditional counselor charges $150 per session, but with faithful counseling, it's as little as $40 per week And you can chat with them whenever you want to. And to make counseling even more affordable, I've partnered with Faithful Counseling to give Practical Christian Podcast listeners 10% off your first month. Just go to getfaithful.com slash Travis. You can't afford to ignore your mental health. Try Faithful Counseling for one month and experience the difference that a professional licensed Christian counselor can make in your life. Just go to getfaithful.com forward slash Travis to get 10% off your first month. That's getfaithful.com forward slash Travis. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. I'm Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned digital missionary, here to bring you the bite-sized tips and strategies you need to become an effective Christian. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into it. Hey guys, so I am recording this from the Albritton quarantine zone here in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, And I imagine for many of you, you're probably listening to this at home. I think most of the world now is kind of shutting down to ride out this coronavirus pandemic. And it's definitely having an effect on us, right? It's definitely having an effect on not only our way of life, but also other things. You know, being cooped up all the time definitely changes the way that you think. It changes the way that you see the world. It changes the way that you feel about things. Where before, you can go and spend time with your friends, you can even go to church and connect with people, and now we're having to do that online, and and we're not even able to go into the office to see people. It's like the only time you see someone that's not your family is when you're at the grocery store and you're trying to stay six feet away from them, right? And so, it's just a totally different reality that we're living in right now, and it can totally, totally be a downer just on our, our perspective and our mood. And so in this episode, I want to offer three things that you can do to change your mood and perspective 
even in the midst of these crazy circumstances. The first thing you can do is create a daily routine or schedule. Now, I don't know about you, but the times where I have lots of free time are typically the times where I get bored, I get lazy, and I'm not actually productive in any way. Like whenever I go on vacation, I think, man, now I have all this extra time. I'm definitely going to dig into my Bible. I'm definitely going to go for these long prayer walks. I'm going to really take advantage of this time to do the things that I want to do. But instead, I end up watching YouTube. I end up watching TV shows and Netflix and playing games on my phone, things that don't really add life or joy uh, into my life, but are just things to pass the time. So one thing that I've been doing that's been very helpful is I created a new daily routine, a new daily routine, a new schedule that takes into account all the different things that are going on in my life right now. So I'm working from home, so I still keep strict 9 to 5.36 working hours so I can get everything I need to get done, but then have a clear clocking out time to then go and do chalk art on the driveway with my wife and my daughter. We go for daily bike rides around the neighborhood. And, you know, in the mornings, I set aside an hour every single day just to go on the back porch, to pray, to meditate, to spend time with God. And that new daily routine has really been helpful for me. And so I'd encourage you to figure out, okay, what are the things that I need to get done on a daily basis? How do I create a rough schedule for doing those things? And then make sure that when you create that new routine or that new schedule, that you intentionally carve out more time with God than you normally could, that you see this as an opportunity to really connect with God in a deeper level, whereas before we were so busy running around trying to do everything that oftentimes those really important times with God got put to the side. So tip number one is create a daily routine or schedule to that takes into account all the stuff that you need to do on a daily basis. The second thing that you should do is do something every single day that brings you joy. All right, this isn't watch your latest Netflix show, um, but this is really something that you know when you do this makes you feel alive, makes you feel connected to your values and your morals, that makes you feel like you. I think one of the toughest things about being you know, quarantined or, or uh, doing the social distancing stuff is it kind of puts us out of our element, right? Where you're not used to actually interacting with people in this kind of weird uh, disembodied way or disconnected way. And so it can feel like you're just not yourself. So do something that you know every single day brings you joy. So for me, I've been working out more. Uh, I've been riding my bike. I've been going for runs. And on days where I don't do one of those things, I go for a really long walk, like a 30-minute walk um, just around the neighborhood because I love being outside. I love getting some exercise, love getting my heart rate up. That is something that I can look forward to. And every day is something that brings me joy. So figure out what that is for you, whether it's a new hobby you want to pick up. Maybe you enjoy puzzles, and so you want to do a puzzle every day. Maybe it's you want to do some crafts, you want to pick up sewing or cross-stitching. Whatever it is, find something that you can do every single day that brings you joy. And then the third thing that you can do is be very intentional about your mindset. I know it's so easy, especially with everything that's going on, to let your emotions dictate what you think about and how you feel. And to allow fear and anxiety and uncertainty to really drive you towards despair and discouragement. But I love what Paul encourages the church in Philippi with in Philippians chapter 4, starting in verse 8. And he says, Finally, brothers, 
Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. So the key here to achieving the peace that we're all looking for is to set our minds on things that are true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, worthy of praise. Those are the things that we should think about. And then in addition to that, we should practice the things that we've seen in the lives of our spiritual leaders, in the figures in the Bible, and the wisdom that God gives us in his word. If we think about those things and practice those things, then the God of peace will be with us. Now, it does take some intentionality. It's not going to happen by accident. But if you can make an effort every single day to say, I'm going to control my mindset and I'm going to put into practice the things that I can to love God and love others, that will go a long way in helping your mood in perspective. Now, I know some of these tips are a bit like taking lemons and trying to make lemonade. But one thing that I want to leave you with is this reminder that throughout history, God has used difficult circumstances to shape his people. Whether it's the Israelites wandering in the desert for 40 years or King David running for his life for 10 years after he was anointed king before he actually became king or even sending Jesus into the desert for 40 days to be tested. God allows these kinds of circumstances to shape us and to shape our character. So the rest of this month, I'm gonna be focusing these podcast episodes on how to stay positive and keep moving forward in the midst of everything that's going on. So I would encourage you to carve out some time every Wednesday when these episodes come out to stay up to date and put these things into practice. It's great to learn information and to learn new techniques and things to think about, but unless we put it into practice, like Paul encourages the church in Philippi, we can't really expect to experience the peace that we're looking for. That's it for today. Don't forget to take advantage of this week's free resource by clicking the link in the show notes and be sure to share this episode with your ministry leader, a person in your small group, or just a friend from church. Thanks for listening to today's episode and I'll talk to you soon.